Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for purpose and a more fulfilling life? Are you looking for inspiration and encouragement? Then this is the place for you. I'm Brooke Moore. I'm Gretchen Jackson. I'm Kelly Strother. I'm Tharwit Lovett. We are Shifter. In this podcast, we will address all things mindset. You will hear real stories from real women who have faced their fears, crushed their limiting beliefs, and have turned their mess into their message by shifting their mindsets and leveling up in business and life. Hi guys, welcome to the Shifter Podcast. Today I'm super excited to have Tyra Clark with us. Um, Tyra is the talk show host of Tyra Talks Paranormal on YouTube. And she's also the creator and lead investigator for Arkansas X-Files Paranormal Team. Uh, She helps people find truth in unknown events that can occur in our everyday lives. She also has a passion to help people and spirits by communicating their stories lost through time. She co-hosts paranormal events and leads tours of haunted locations and also provides cleansings upon request. Uh, and investigating the unknown is really her passion as uh, she herself has experienced many unexplained events through her own life. So welcome, Tyra. Thanks so much hey, for joining us. Um, I, I want to give a little background. I'm so excited to be interviewing you. I'm glad that you came on the podcast today. Tyra and I actually met on Halloween last year. Um, she was leading uh, one of her tours at um, a local um haunted place it's called the fee house and um I actually went with my sister and we were in costumes so that was super fun so I got to meet Tyra with my crazy wig on and uh I was super impressed by you because uh part of the reason I like to go to different towns anytime I go anywhere I like to see if there's a haunted tour um because you know of course I love the paranormal aspect of it but I also love the history like it's the best way to get the history of a location. And so I really enjoy that. Um, and you, I was really impressed because you just really knew your shit when we were in there. And um, and it, you just made the whole experience really, really fun. Um, and then also I was like, Tyra's wearing a fanny pack and I'm wearing a fanny pack and I'm trying to bring the fanny pack back. So I was like, she's my people. <laughs> but anyways, so we became friends from there. Um, and I have had the pleasure of joining you on an additional investigation. I look forward to kind of seeing what you're doing in the future and joining you again. Um, So thanks again, you guys, uh, you're in for a real treat. Uh, Tyra is amazing to listen to and um, she just has a really cool story. So I kind of wanted to start Tyra. Um, I know that you have had kind of your own experiences. um, You know, in the past before you kind of had your spiritual awakening that have pushed you down this journey. Do you mind kind of sharing one or, um, you know, an experience that's important to you? You know, kind of what got me going towards this field um, is actually uh, something I've always had paranormal experiences uh, throughout my life. Uh, Ever since I was a young child, um, I think the most impactful one <laughs> that occurred was actually in this house that I'm in right now. Um, it's the house that I grew up in. And um, it was at the age of 14 when I first experienced sleep paralysis. And and it was just, it was a very terrifying, you know, thing to experience because at the time it was not something that was well spoke about. I mean, not a lot of people talked about 
sleep paralysis. Um, and, and how I, you know, kind of bring this into the paranormal is because I believe it was something more than just a medical condition um, that was occurring to me and it was happening and it was very confusing um, and it kind of leads into some more stuff, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, it, it was, it would, it would happen to me. The first time it happened was actually in this very room. That's why I'm in here. Um, it, but yeah, it's, I was, this is my son's room now. And, um, but I was, I was asleep in the bed and I remember, I remember it was like, I woke up and I was looking forward. I, and I, I seen the shadow of the fan on the wall and I tried to move and I couldn't move. And then I tried to say something and I couldn't say anything. So I was literally paralyzed. But the, the creepy thing about this incident is I start to feel this wave of energy and it starts at the top of my head and it just goes all the way through my body. And when it gets to my chest, it's very hard to breathe. Um, and, you know, and then a little bit later, and it, it probably didn't last very long. I would say maybe, maybe a couple minutes or something, but to me, it seemed like much longer than that. Um, but I snapped out of it. I sit up and because of my beliefs, I'm a Christian um, you know, I, the, I just, all I knew how to do was to pray. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was a ghost or what was happening to me. Um, and of course at that time in my life, and I, and I have to make a note of this just because I, I was going through a lot of stuff in my life, guys. Um, at that age, my family had split up, um, and my mom and my sister, they moved to California. Um, and I, I was supposed to go with them, but I chose to stay here. Um, and with my grandparents. Okay. And so, you know, you know, that was, that was hard going through that and being separated from your, you know, your family. And I know I was with my grandparents, but that was my mom, my sister. And, um, so, you know, I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. Um, and then, uh, so after that night, I didn't wake my grandparents up. Um, but it started happening again. And so I eventually spoke with my grandmother and I told her what was going on. And she said, Tyra, she goes, I'm going to take you to the doctor. Okay. Um, we're going to, we're going to see if we can figure out something. So she took me to the doctor. And when I got to the doctor, you know, they explained to me that there's different stages of sleep. Okay. So most people go into the REM stage, right? That's your rapid eye movement. And that's where most people dream. And she said, but the stage that I'm going into is like a stage past that. Okay. This is where people have out of body experiences. Um, people that meditate can go here. Um, you know, it's just a very deep, deep sleep. And she's saying what happens to me is like, maybe something wakes me up or, and when I try to come out of it, I can't because I'm paralyzed and it, and it kind of sends me into a panic attack. Okay. So that was the medical version that I got. And they tried to put me on pills when I was 14. Um, I'm, I'm just not keen for pills. I never have been. Um, even at the age of 14, I tried taking them. And I remember, um, I just would be just, I felt like a zombie. And then, and then I would just start crying hysterically. And I just, I, I, I couldn't do that anymore, you know? So I, I flushed them down the toilet and I, I didn't do it. So it continued to happen. And so then my grandmother and I kept talking and she said, Tyra, she goes, I think this might be a spiritual thing that's happening to you. Okay. She said, because, you know, when you're at your lowest and, and in my beliefs as a Christian, that's when Satan will try to come in and, and, and install fear in you. And, 
and to wreak havoc in your life. Okay. Cause you're an easier victim when you, you've got things going on. All right. And so she just said to continue to pray. And I did. And, um, so this is something that happened. It occurred throughout my life. Um, and in my later teens, and at, as I said, when it, it kept happening and it kept getting worse and, and the things that were, I was experiencing during the sleep paralysis, I actually started seeing like shadow figures and I would feel like I was being touched. And I, I was, I shared this story because this is one of the worst experiences I ever had with sleep paralysis. And, and I want, I, I share these stories because I want people to know that if, if you're out there and you're experiencing sleep paralysis and you want somebody to talk to, well, I'm sure we're going to get that information to you by the end of this. Uh, you can talk to me about it. I love, I love that. And I love how you um, are, are so vulnerable with your story. Cause I think that's so important for us. Um, and, you know, part of the reason that we even do this podcast is, you know, there are other people out there that are experiencing things that maybe aren't talking about it or don't know where to go. So, um, I, you know, vulnerability really is a powerful tool and, and definitely um, something that I see in the work that you do. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I definitely, because it's definitely why I do what I do, right? Um, but this particular incident, I was uh, my uh, a very good friend of me, mine at the time. She had had a baby, a little boy, and he was about two months old. And my brother had actually, he wasn't the father, but he got with her. Um, and they moved into this little apartment. And I would stay over there quite often. And, and when I would stay over there, you know, I, I tell people, I know this might sound bad, but and this is before I had children. Um, but I would let him sleep on my chest. And, and so, you know, and I wouldn't move or anything of that nature, but the night that that happened to him, he, um, you know, I wasn't there and I was actually the one who woke them up the next day to find that. And so about two weeks later, after he had passed away, I actually ended up coming back to the apartment and I stayed the night on the couch and here comes my sleep paralysis. I, I know at this point, because it's happened so much, this is, like I said, I, I it began when I was 14. Now I'm like, I want to say 18. Okay. Um, it had happened so much that I was like, I knew when it was coming on, I could start to feel, you know, the symptoms of it. And I was like, Oh man. And but I, at this point, I, I learned to try to not fight it so much and um, just kind of try to relax and go back into that deep sleep. And that's what I tried to do. And when I started to do that, then all of a sudden I felt like something touched me, my leg. And of course, your instincts are to try to look and see what's touching your leg. I mean, this was probably the most like physical feel of something touching me um, on that night. And so... I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, move and I couldn't see what it was, but then all of a sudden it was like this force. And the way I describe it to people is it's not like somebody physically grabbed my legs and was pulling me off the couch, but it was like, if I was a piece of metal and there was a magnet at the end of the couch, it was like this force. I felt like I was being pulled off the couch. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I hear this real, what I can only describe as demonic. Like I couldn't understand the words, but it was just real. Like, I mean, it was horrible. Right. <clears throat> so I couldn't, you know, speak, but what I could do is I could think. Okay. And so I 
rebuked it in the name of Jesus. And as soon as I did that in my head, I snapped out of it. I sit up, uh, you know, I was very, I was very like, I was like, what this is going to a whole different level. Okay, guys. And so, so then I guess uh, real quickly, a couple more little incidents. I had um, another time this happened to me shortly after that, where it actually started happening. And I actually stopped breathing during this um, event. I, I was like thinking in my head, oh my gosh, this is how I'm going to go. You know, and it, it was very terrifying. And eventually I snapped out of it and I, I sit up and I was gasping for air. So at that point, you know, I said, okay, this is enough. I've had enough. I can't, you know, so I had had some counselors I went to and, you know, I told them, I said, Hey, I said, this is what's been going on <laughs> since I was 14 years old. And this is what's happening now. And is there any way I can get help? You know, I, I need help with this. I'm scared. And so of course they want to send me to mental health. My dog's trying to come in here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, that it's a touchy subject, you know, mental health, because now they're saying that, you know, I'm crazy. And um, and that doesn't help a situation, I don't think. But I, at this point, I didn't care. I just wanted to talk to somebody right. to try to help. So literally the night before I go to the mental health facility, I was I was in a twin size bed. I was laying down. I had my hands on my chest like this. And it felt like somebody had sit down beside me. And then it felt like they put their hand on my hand. And then I heard a voice that said, Tyra, do not be afraid. And it was a very soothing voice. It, it, although it was scary, it was, it was soothing. So it was a little bit different. Um, and I immediately snapped out of it right after I heard that voice. And my mom had always told me, you know, if you ever question anything in life, this is our beliefs. She was like, Tyra, just open up the Bible. She was like, God will show you, you know? And so I did. And the story that I want to share with you guys is very fascinating that and how it relates to this particular event, because it was the story about Daniel in the lion's den. And it said an angel of the Lord appeared to Daniel and, and Daniel was scared. He was, he was very scared. He was already in a lion's den where they wanted to eat him. You know what I mean? And then he's got this angelical being that shows up. So, um, but the, the angel of the Lord says to Daniel, and Daniel, do not be afraid for God is with you always. And then the angel of the Lord puts his hand on Daniel and Daniel falls into a deep sleep. So that story, I mean, it just gives me chills It's because it's, it is a story, but it's really what happened in my life. And that's really something that, you know, that touched me as far as like, this is why I believe it's a spiritual thing, you know? And so that was, that was it. Um, that was, that was one of the most, you know, I had several and I'm talking about, you know, in this house, particular in, in my aunt's house, uh, my grandparents old house. Um, I've had, you know, several different things occur throughout my life. Um, and, but, but yeah, so I actually, um, so that, that happened. And then what really kind of changed my perspective on that, <laughs> And what more, give me a little bit more depth on that is, I don't know if you want to ask me about this, but you know who I'm about to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that is really cool um, that 
one that you had some of the support you did with your family kind of lead yeah. you on that spiritual spiritual journey. I think that's really cool. Um, but so it seems like you've been on that path for a long time, but I do know that you did read a book and that was really the catalyst for um, your mindset shifts and really set you on the path that you're on now. So um, for sure, can you share the name of the book and just, you know, tell us just a little bit about it. Yes, definitely. Um, okay. So a very, inspirational person to me um in this in the paranormal field and um that I work closely with now which is amazing and we're going to share that story um because it's like it is like a dream come true like this doesn't just happen to most everybody but um so her name is Natalie Jones and she wrote a book guys it's called Awaken the Higher Self Bringing Darkness to Light okay I purchased this book I purchased this book because you know, and I read it and I began to read it and, um, and things started changing in my life. Um, but as far as like paranormal wise and, and why these things were happening, because I was always throughout my life, I, I, I can, I love watching the travel channel. I mean, it's my, my TV pretty much stays on the travel channel all the time, but it, part of that is because I was trying to find other people that were like me that had experienced these things that I had experienced. Right. Um, and so, and then when I got a hold of Natalie's book and I began to read it and she describes in her book, how she believes that a lot of people, especially when they're younger children will have an experience where Satan will try to come in and install fear, or you can just say dark darkness or whatever you don't, you know, if you, whatever you believe, I'm not trying to push that on anybody, but you know, he'll try to install fear in you. And prevents you from becoming your highest self, right? Because this is this is where people, and I'm not talking about you just have to be a paranormal investigator. This could be anything in your life, right? So it's it's planting those little seeds of doubt in your head, and that that prevents you from being the best person and the best part of you that you can be. And I believe, I absolutely believe that these events that were taking on taking place here, and that's what he was trying to do because he knew what I was capable of. Okay especially in this field. For me, it's more of a personal thing in the paranormal field because that I finally, I finally found my true passion and it took me 38 years to figure this out, guys. It doesn't, sometimes it just doesn't happen when we think it's going to happen or, you know, um, and sometimes it takes us a little, you know, a little bit longer to, to realize that. And that's, and this is where I started to begin to have my spiritual awakening and realizing this, you know, and realizing that, I, I have many traumatic things that have happened throughout my life too. And I'm not talking to paranormal. I'm just talking about life in general um, that, you know, could scar a person for the rest of their life and, and prevent them from being, you know, who they were meant to be. But I, I believe that you I absolutely believe that you have to go through these times, these hard times to make you the person, to make you strong enough to be able to face these things and maybe help others through it. So that's kind of what got me into the paranormal field because I was in very much inspired to, um, to, to help other people and the leading the tours kind of came on about when, after the owner drew had gotten sick and I'd been there several times and I, I, you know, I, I was like, drew, I got this, I can help you, you know, and then it ended up becoming something more beautiful because I, I get to meet new people like you, Brooke and, and that have that same passion and that have questions, right? And, and we get to explore haunted location. 
and and I teach you guys, you know, I show you the locations, the the places where things happen, and then you know the hot spots, and then I let you guys investigate with me because I want I want you guys to be interactive. I want you to be able to see, you know, for your own self because in this field, it's a lot about. Per- personal experience mostly you know not everybody believes in this stuff and unless you actually have something happen to you of that nature but right I'll, I'll stop talking for a second <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated I could probably sit here and listen to you all day um and that's why you have your talk show uh, but um it, you know for me uh listening to your story I think it's really cool because um I mean not only obviously um have you overcome a lot of things um, and, and really stepped into your power, stepped into who you are and taken that initiative to do it on your own. But you've also gotten that validation uh, because like you were talking about this particular author, um, not only did this book change your life, but you made this connection with her. You've actually met her. You have some collaborations going with her. So I think it's super cool um, that, you know, it, not only, like you said, you know, she's a person that inspires you, but not only that, you have been able to kind of manifest into reality, this relationship with her as a friend, as a mentor, um, as all of those things. And it's, you know, opening all these other doors for you. And all you really had to do was just step into who you were supposed to be. And then you have validation all along the way. Um, So I think that's really cool. Um, And, you know, I mentioned your talk show. So uh, she has tons of awesome stories and information um, and even more personal things that she shares on her talk show. Uh, So be sure to check that out guys. But I kind of wanted to, um, you know, put it, I know, but I kind of wanted to put out for our audience um, the question, like, why did you end up starting your talk show and kind of quickly, what's it, what's it about? Right. So um, it's currently on hold for just a minute, but it's coming back guys. So no worries. And I will definitely let you all know. Um, this is just my location. I'm, I'm getting my studio set up. Um, so I've got a little building. It's not completed yet, but once it's set up, we will definitely be talking all things paranormal. Um, but no, you know what? I, okay. So I told you, I feel like I'm, I, I, I feel like I'm supposed to be in this field and this is my purpose in life. Okay. Um, and I wanted to share that with other people because I believe absolutely believe in my beliefs. I believe God and in it and in my beliefs, you know, not a lot of people really agree with what I do. Right. Um, but it's not for them to agree. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's right. for me. It's your journey. It's my personal yeah. journey. Right. And, and, and I believe absolutely that, you know, that's what God wants me to do. And also believe putting, sharing these stories, right kind of like what you guys do, right? It's very inspirational to other people and maybe they can hear something from somebody and, and that makes them, Oh, you know, think differently about a situation. Um, but yeah, I also reading the book, Natalie's book, she talks about, you know, putting out higher vibrations, right? So these higher vibrations, and then you've got these lower vibrations, right? Um, the higher vibrations is just love. And, 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 and it's like, when you change your mindset, right? And this was very hard for me in the beginning because of all the bitter things that had happened to me, it kind of made me a little hard, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not wanting to trust people so much. And, and, um, but you know, I learned when I started changing my mindset, right. And I started thinking more positively and, um, you know, and, and people around me, it started not only affecting me, but the people around me. So now I got my family, like 
okay, somebody starts, you know, they get in a bad mood and they start bickering about something. And, and then I hear my son, oh, come on now, you know, put those positive vibes out. And I'm like, all right, see, Drip it on him. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm talking about guys. And, and then things started happening, right? I started just, you know, a lot of people were contacting me about, you know, going, coming on podcast. And, um, I actually had my first radio interview, um, here in my hometown, B2 internet radio. And, and, um, so that just kind of opened up, you know, uh, just a wide variety of things. When I, I seen the power of our words, our thoughts, right. And I'm not talking about just don't talk bad, right. even your thought process, right. You have to change your thought process. And it's so easy for us to get, because especially in this world that we're living in now, guys, it's a lot of negative stuff going on, right? So we need to, as you know, we need to try to universally, you know, put that positivity out there because our, we need that. Everybody needs that because when you put that out there, it's going to come, whatever you put out, it don't matter if you put out good, you put out bad, it's coming back to you. I don't care if you believe it or not. You just, that's, and if you wonder why things keep happening bad and they keep coming back to you, think about how you're thinking about things and what you're saying about people, right? And I still struggle with this at times, guys. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. And please don't take me wrong, okay? It, it is a challenge every day, but it is something that you are absolutely, you can manifest anything you want that we haven't even gotten to that really either. But I, I absolutely believe that man, it, you you sit there and you tell yourself, you know, just speak it out loud. Uh, you know, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. I am, I am worthy of love. You know, I'm worthy to be blessed. And I try to do these things on a daily basis, but that's why I started my show because I wanted to share these, these things with, with the world, because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. So to answer your question, <laughs> definitely. I do think this is what you're supposed to do. Um, and it, it flows naturally and it feels good. And I think a lot of times, you know, we search for a purpose and, you know, we, we don't necessarily look at who we are or the, you know, the gifts that we have, or even maybe some of the lessons in our struggles that might could help somebody else. Um, but that's where it's all at because it's not, it, it's really not supposed to be hard. You know, life doesn't have to be hard. There can be challenges and situations, um, mm -hmm. but I mean, you've been through traumas and you've been through, you know, these confusing things that have happened to you and try to figure those things out. Um, and like you said earlier, it's easy to kind of collapse into that, to give into it, to be negative, to harden your heart, just to keep yourself at that place. Um, but it really, it is a choice. You can choose um, how you're going to think about things and, and thoughts, they do become things. So you can choose that. You choose your words, you choose your thoughts, you choose what you can wake up tomorrow and choose to be a different person. You can choose who you want to be. And I think that that is so powerful. And I think that's a lot of um, valuable information just to even share. Is there anything else um, that maybe you've learned now that you've had some of these mindset shifts? Um, any advice that you might would, if you could go back and, you know, maybe one piece of advice you would give yourself, your young self? Just to, to never give up, right? Um, because, and also guys, I am a veteran. Um, I was in the army. I don't think I've shared that yet either. Um, and so I'm really big about people, um, you know, suicide awareness and stuff like that. So I want to go ahead and put that out there too. Um, because guys, I've been in some dark places before and, and really dark, you know, and, um, but you know, you, you just got to take it a day at a time. Right. Because, because we cannot 
you can't uh, do anything about the past. The past is gone, right? The past is gone. The future is not here. You cannot control the future. But what you can control is your present moment, right? And, and, the, and where you're at in the present moment. So like we were talking about with the thought process and stuff, if you try to stay as positive as possible, you know, and tell yourself these, these things and, and then people, it's just, you know, it's, it's going to start flowing around you. It's going to start flowing around you and just, yeah, just don't younger version, Tyra, don't give up, but I didn't cause I'm here. Right. But, but people, you know, that's, you know, I'm saying you go through these times, you know, and I, I get it, but you know, if you need help, you know, uh, you know, just reach out to somebody, reach out to somebody. Uh, there's always somebody that's willing to talk to you. I promise you that. <laughs> I promise you that. Right. And I think it's difficult sometimes, especially as women, because sometimes we want to do it all or we feel yeah. like we have to have our shit together. And if we don't, that, you know, somehow there's something wrong with us. Um, so I think it's very, it's very hard to put yourself out there. But like you said, I have found time and time again, whether it's personal stuff or professional stuff, you know, if I'm vulnerable or if I take the initiative to reach out to somebody, you know, people are there and they're willing to help. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then again, just like you're doing, like I try to do sharing our own stories. Um, it helps other people. It helps other people come to us. Um, so, you know, I know you've, you've done this work and, um, you know, it's ongoing. That's what I always say. Like, I'm not there yet. I'll find something. I'll be like, Ooh, that's a trigger I didn't know I had. And then I had to work through that new thing or, um, and, and some of it is, you know, sometimes it becomes habitual and instinctual and you, you get there. And sometimes it is something that you have to choose every day to think you have to choose your thoughts. You have to really be intentional about not slipping back into certain, you know, patterns. Um, but eventually if you do it enough, like you said, if you, you know, you don't give up, if you be consistent, if you keep trying, it just becomes kind of a habit, it becomes who you are. So, you know, I know you have some strategies and tools in place for your own life that you use to kind of overcome challenges. Can you yeah. share with us some of yeah. those? So, um, so yeah, so personal time. That's what I was trying to get in there. You yeah. guys, I, I, you know, um, I, well, I've never been really good at relationships, but so we're not going to talk about that, but you know, <laughs> that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother episode. I'm but, right uh, there with you, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you know, I, I know for a long time in my life, this is another thing that I did to the younger version of me. I was very, um, I have a really big heart. Right. And, and so I was always, I've always put others before myself, right? I didn't learn to love myself until very here very recently. And it's and it's such a beautiful feeling when you actually take the time for yourself and whatever that might be, guys. You know, there's whatever you enjoy doing. Just take out make sure you take out a little time, try to every day. You know, uh, uh, if it's walking outside, you know, I'm taking a little walk or, you know, I, I like my baths, right? <laughs> okay. So the, the situation I'm in now, it's not the best situation, but you know, I try to make the best of it. So, you know, I go and run me a bath and that's my little chill time. Right. And I, I can just relax, listen to my music. Um, so definitely just, just find time for you. Um, because, you know, if you don't do that, then you're never going to learn. You know, they say that thing. If you don't learn how to love yourself, you're never going to learn how to love anybody else. And I've had that told to me throughout my life. And I never really, really understood it until I started having this, I guess, spiritual awakening. It is true. Okay. You cannot, yeah. and no matter how much you think you can love somebody, you cannot love anybody. And it's just going to end up 
I feel like with my experience, it, it just slapped me in the face. Every time I put all of my energy out, we were talking about that, right? For these other people, I wasn't giving that energy to myself and my myself needed that healing and that love, right? And and when you begin to do that for yourself, then then beautiful things start to happen. So <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and self-care is not selfish. That's what I always try to say, because it is very hard. Um, you do hear that, that you do need to take that time, but you know, you don't necessarily make that time. You don't necessarily understand what that means. Um, and I think that's one thing too, like, you know, you, you saying, you know, relationships aren't really your thing. They've not really been my thing. And I think, um, but, but what I, you're a mother, you're a mother, you're still right. You need it. And so what I found, um, is the same thing on my journey that you found, um, is having it, it, it's a next level of peace to be able to be whole on your own. Um, and to, you know, it, yeah, it's great to have, I'm not saying it's not nice to have companionship of different sorts, but I'm saying right. that it, you know, if you cannot, you know, sit still with yourself. If you cannot uh, be happy when you're by yourself, then you really can't be your best self. You can't show up for yourself or anybody else um, in the way that you need to be showing up. And part of that is, you know, having these self-care routines, doing things for yourself, finding things you're interested in. Um, because I do think, because, you know, we have children and so we invest in them and, you know, people have spouses, just different things. We invest our little pieces of ourselves and other people. Um, and along the way, sometimes we lose ourselves and we don't realize, you know, who we even are, what we even want. So it's so important. That is one thing after my divorce and just, you know, in my journey that I found uh, is what's so important. You know, I kept struggling until I just stopped and realized the most important relationship that we can have is the relationship with ourselves. That's where it all starts. And so um, I love, I mean, cause I'm right there with you. Like that's so important and it is the most empowering place to be, whether, I mean, you don't have to be on your own. You don't have to be a single mom, whatever you can, you know, be married. You can not even have kids, whatever, but whatever people that life. overwork themselves at work, Yes. Right? It could be a single person and they just spend all of their energy at work. They're not taking time for themselves. I mean, there's all different scenarios that you yeah, can you're deprioritizing yourself. And so <laughs> I think that is so powerful. And I love that you brought that up. I mean, just because that really resonates with me too, that it is just the most empowering place to be. Um, so we're going to wrap it up um, with, you know, we usually ask uh, some questions at the end and I'm going to shake it up a little bit for this episode um, <laughs> because we have you and you're unique. And, and so I just want to know um, real quick, if you could pick one, what has been your favorite investigation and why? Ooh, okay. Uh, down to one. I know that's hard. Um, well, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. Okay, so um, boy, okay, <laughs> I want to say, and you haven't got to experience this one with me, um, but this one was the most recent one. Um, I've been to the Crescent Hotel here in Arkansas, which was interesting, and we definitely got yeah. some stuff there, guys. Um, but I, I'll have to say, here recently going to the Old Park Hotel mm -hmm. in Texas was uh, probably. Uh, I want to say it's my favorite one. It's been the most eventful one so far for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it definitely, um, 
we could go all day about I know it was so cool it was so I got to jump on I guess it was the second night live stream so and watch and it was just really cool just even being able to experience it on Facebook um I I could tell that it was really really active yes I was like I'm gonna have to go to sleep (laughs) yeah and you know um I well first of all um one of my good friends Jeremy McManus he actually um he he hosted me there Arkansas X-Files uh and so I had never actually prior to that met him. Um, so, and it was, it was a cool setting because most of these locations you go to, you're going to be in a bigger, you're like a bigger group, right? Okay. Typically. Um, yeah. But this, this was, we had the whole hotel guys for two nights, right? And there was just me, my, myself, Jeremy, his mother that showed up and then, you know, the owner um, Dan LaFave, he actually stayed the night. He stayed downstairs. We stayed upstairs. Um, and they didn't always used to do that. They, they would before, you know, like just leave the key or something, I guess for the investigators, but, um, they, it was so, it became so terrifying for people. They were literally running out in the middle of the night, leaving the, oh, their wow. door wide open. Well, that's their business. You know what I mean? You can't do right. that. So he was like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to start staying at the location. And so if that tells you anything about this location. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's great. Um, I didn't know didn't do that regularly. So, yeah. Um, but I, I could tell you that as soon as I got there, which I, I didn't, I don't like, I love the history too. Like you said about haunted locations, haunted places. I just, I love, it's like you're stepping back into ta- time, like the Crescent hotel. I love that part of it. The historical restoration that they did, they save and preserve this, right? So in New Orleans, oh, I love going to New Orleans, okay? That's like my home away yeah, from home. Um, but when these people, they take, sorry guys, my light went off. They take the they take the time to, you know, to uh, put money into it and to bring these, try to bring these places back up to, you know, their original, you know, state of being and um but yeah it was just crazy i mean anyway i didn't know a whole lot about the story and um and so i you know but i did hear about the cowboy all right and supposedly there's this uh, spirit of a cowboy there and you can hear him walking around in his boots his cowboy boots and i am not joking guys the very first night i got there uh they have a, a big staircase right and we were standing at the bottom of the staircase i hadn't even been upstairs yet because we were doing the initial walkthrough right to get our baseline and just you know we're not really investigating yet we're just trying to get a feel of the the place the location and i swear you hear it, click 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 you could hear him walking around up there oh, i was wow. like oh man here we go <laughs> <laughs> already when you first get up in there that's nice yeah <laughs> great yeah um that's cool yeah and I know you've got um a bunch of things scheduled and coming up and I'm super excited uh (laughs) to watch everything that you you have and and, um really really grateful to have you here today obviously I'm a big fan I'm very much appreciate your friendship um I want everyone else to be able to kind of follow you and uh watch your journey uh there's lots of cool things Real quick, we are going to have this information in the show notes, but if you want to just kind of tell people um, where they can find you. Um. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and thank you, Brooke, for having me on the show. And um, I really appreciate you letting me share my story. And uh, But yes, guys, if you want to find me, you can find me Tyra Clark on Facebook. Okay. Um, you could also find me on 
Arkansas X-Files. I'm wearing my shirt, guys. I love the shirt. <laughs> you can see it very well. My light, my selfie light went off. I get compliments everywhere that I wear it. And people are like, what is this? And they ask me a million questions. Aw. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, and so, yeah, you could definitely um, find me on Arkansas X-Files page. If you go and give it a like. Um, if you if you friend me, I'm going to invite you to the group anyway. So I have Arkansas X Files the page, and then I have Arkansas X Files the group. <laughs> so it's like I, I got double things going on here. But um, but definitely, guys, and if you're experiencing anything, especially here in Arkansas, uh, surrounding states, guys, um, and you're you're afraid, you don't know what's going on, you need help, please reach out to Arkansas X Files, um, and we will definitely do our best to try to help you for sure. Awesome. Thanks so much, Tyra. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Shift Her Podcast. We are here to share stories that inspire so that you can create the life you love now. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review, share on social media, and tell us why it resonated with you. You can follow us on Facebook at Shift Her instagram at shifter.co and read more about us at www.shifter.co while you're there sign up for our high vibe monthly newsletter where we share even more inspiration and stories from our mastermind program links from today's episode are in the show notes